Hello and welcome to Formosa News. I'm Mike Lee. Good evening. I'm Celia Chan. Taiwan has reported four new cases in connection to a cluster infection at Taoyuan General Hospital. The new cases are a nurse at the hospital, a foreign caregiver, and two family members of a nurse previously diagnosed of COVID. That makes a total of nine local cases discovered so far. The health minister said these cases involve a coronavirus variant with a short incubation period of just two to four days. The hospital cluster is expanding with the detection of COVID in staff's family members. The four local cases are all contacts of previously known cases from the hospital cluster. The red dots here are today's new cases. Patient number 864 and 865 are relatives who live with patient 863. And a nurse who came into contact with patient 836 has become patient 868. Patient 869 is a foreign caregiver who is in contact with two of the infected doctors. Authorities released the whereabouts of the new patients in the days before the diagnosis. Patients 863 and 863 64 are husband and wife. On January 13th, they were at Taoyuan's Nanmen Market between 11 a.m. and 12.15 p.m. They were at Taoyuan's Nanmen Market again on January 16th between 11.40 a.m. and 12.35 p.m. Patient 865 worked at Mossberger on Taoyuan Metro Station A7 between January 16th and 18th. That makes nine local infections in eight days. Two doctors, four nurses, one foreign caregiver and two relatives. In all cases, symptom onset came just two to four days after exposure to an infected patient. That's much shorter than the previously seen incubation period of five to seven days. The virus is a mutated strain. It's completely different from the virus that caused the first wave of infections. In other words, it's different from the one we had last year. But now this strain is the one circulating all over the world. It's considered to be a very aggressive strain. The CECC has ordered 353 hospital employees to isolate at home for 14 days to stop the disease from spreading. It's also asking Taiyuan residents to keep their masks on and to wash their hands often when they're out. Taiyuan General Hospital has closed many of its outpatient services as it struggles to cope with the staffing shortage. The hospital's COVID cluster now involves nine local cases, and all contacts of those patients have been placed in home isolation. Currently, the hospital is offering emergency care and a few clinics open only during the day. Regional hospitals have been mobilized to meet local needs for health care. At Taoyuan General Hospital, staff wearing PPE and face masks stands guard at the entrance. Many people who walk up to request access are turned away. The access control is due to a shortage of outpatient doctors. In some departments, there is only one physician left. Some patients arrived only to find their doctor replaced with another. At Taoyuan General Hospital, the wards are no longer accepting new inpatients. Only the emergency room is still open, along with a handful of clinics. Contact tracing by the CECC has left the hospital understaffed. We're scrapping our current definition of a close contact. Now, anyone who's worked with or encountered a confirmed case will have to isolate at home. 
Concerned about the hospital's ability to cope, Taoyuan's health department has formed an emergency response network comprising nine hospitals, including Chang'e Memorial Hospital in Linko, Far Eastern Hospital, and Shuanghe Hospital. It's coordinating the transfer of severely ill patients from Taoyuan General Hospital. There are urgent cases or severe cases requiring referrals, such as patients with ischemic stroke who need to be injected with tissue plasminogen activator, or patients with a myocardial infarction who need cardiac catheterization. Major cardiovascular conditions like these can be attended to at other hospitals in Taoyuan. This service will be provided 24 hours a day. Hospitals within the city's jurisdiction are mobilizing to help Taoyuan General Hospital emerge from the outbreak. With local cases rising, the Taiwan Lantern Festival in Xinzhou has been cancelled. The executive yuan announced the decision on Tuesday. The annual event was scheduled to start February 26th. This is the first cancellation in the festival's 32-year history. The festival in Xinzhou would have been in an urban setting where it's more difficult to control the flow of people. Everyone was unanimous in deciding to cancel this year's Lantern Festival in Xinzhou. The festival's venue would have been the entire city. Implementing real name registration would have been hard. We received a lot of feedback from corporations at Xinzhou Science Park. They were worried that their employees would go to the festival and become infected. Tech manufacturing plants are closed in crowded spaces. They hoped we would consider canceling the Taiwan Lantern Festival. The Transport Ministry's Tourism Bureau had allocated a budget of about 200 million NT for the Lantern Festival. The Transport Ministry has instructed the Tourism Bureau to help Xinju City with the follow-up after the cancellation. Meanwhile, Keelung City has called off its annual Chidu Fireworks Festival. Lantern festivals at Taoyuan and Kaohsiung have also been cancelled. Taipei City will announce the fate of its own Lantern Festival Wednesday morning. Due to record low interest rates, the second half of 2020 was a busy time for the mortgage market. According to Taiwan's Credit Bureau, banks approved 12% more home mortgage applications in the third quarter of 2020 compared to the year before. One demographic in particular was keen to close home loans. Approved applications rose by more than 30% for, for adults aged 70 or older. Taiwan is on its way to becoming a super-aged society. But don't underestimate the spending power of older adults. This demographic is a major driver of Taiwan's mortgage market. 2020 was a hot year for housing. According to the Joint Credit Information Center, 12% more mortgage applications were approved in the third quarter compared to the year before. For borrowers aged 70 or older, approved applications were up 30.5% year-on-year. We don't look at a borrower's age. Age is not a problem. There are generally two groups. One is people who are still working and have an income. The other is those who've already retired. We request that they have a guarantor, one that has an income and who'll be able to pay the loan back. Real estate agents say the central bank's rate cut last year had given a boost to the housing market, encouraging more older adults to take out a mortgage. But certain credit risk considerations come with higher age. When processing these mortgages, banks take into consideration the term of the loan and the borrower's age. This may mean that they approve fewer loans, but they might not need as many anyway because these loans have higher interest rates. 
With the loose monetary policy in place, investors are piling cash into stocks. They're also turning to loans as part of their financial strategy, triggering structural shifts in the mortgage market. Lunar New Year is high season for car sales, as shoppers treat themselves with their year-end bonuses. But this year, buying could be stalled by car price hikes. Amid a tightening supply of auto chips, semiconductor companies have announced that they're rising, raising their prices. This could prompt car makers to follow suit. So far, though, nothing is set in stone. Domestic car makers Ford, uh, Motor, and Yulon Motor say they haven't yet reached a decision on price revision. Hetai Motor, another Taiwanese car assembler, says its chip supply is insured up to the Lunar New Year, and so it has no plans to lift prices. The automakers seem reluctant to raise prices. They say they're open to scaling down their spring festival promotions. At Lunar New Year, it's a tradition for banks to give out lucky red envelopes and bottles of water to their customers. These bottles have been kept in bank vaults, sometimes for months. Believers think that imbues them with the power to attract more wealth and invite good fortune. Let's see what auspicious freebies are up bank sleeves this year. A bank cashier gives out bottles of money water, decorated with golden oxen, free to all customers coming in to manage their money. On these red envelopes, it's the same golden oxen sitting on an ingot. Inside, one NT of real money. Every Lunar New Year, these lucky envelopes and water bottles, which have soaked up the energy of prosperity in the bank's coffers, delight customers. This year, Yuanda Bank has a limited run of just 80,000. It's my habit to come and pick up the money water and the red envelope every year. I place them on the Feng Shui money spot in my home to invite good luck. From January 25th, you can collect your money water and envelope for free at all of our branches. We hope to invite this good fortune for everyone to give an auspicious little gift. Bank Sinopac has released three versions of its money water, 30,000 items in all. They've all sat in a vault for at least a month, waiting to be dispensed in the last three business days before the festival. The money water went into the vault a month ago, on February 5th, 6th and 9th, and only on those days you can collect one by getting business done at any of our branches. Taixing International Bank also has a limited edition of 98,888 bottles to give out. They've had sacred texts recited over them at New Taipei's Jinshan Taishan Temple as well as Yunning's Chaotian Temple to give customers that extra little bit of blessing. The public has been curious about a new pedestrian crossing in Yonghe. Unlike a normal zebra crossing, this one has been drawn with three additional perpendicular lines on top of the usual horizontal stripes. It turns out that it was designed to help the visually impaired. Located at a crosswalk that connects Yong'an Market MRT station to the Yonghe Library, the one-of-a-kind design leads all the way into the pedestrian path in an alley. With a length of 60 meters, the three parallel lines can effectively lead the visually impaired onto and through the crosswalk. The three lines are slightly raised and have a coating with a higher slip resistance index. The new Taipei city government says it will set up more such crosswalks in the future to ensure the safety of various disadvantaged groups. Brighton Optics made a strong debut on the over-the-counter market on Tuesday. 
The contact lens maker was listed at $100 on the Taipei exchange. It finished the day nearly 40% higher at $139 NT. The weighted index also saw heavy buying. The Taiex surged by 265 points or 1.7% to end at 15,877. A big boost came from TSMC, which reached another record high of $627 NT. The chipmaker's market cap now stands at a $16.33 trillion NT. As the market moves higher and higher, one analyst warns that large cap stocks could be due for consolidation. Major Japanese retail chain Don Quixote opened its first Taiwan store on Tuesday under the brand name Dong Dong Donkey. The store is located in Taipei's Ximending District, and it drew a line of people that wrapped around the block. For locals getting restless due to travel ban, a little retail therapy may be just the ticket to these COVID times. The major Japanese retail chain has debuted with a splash. On opening day, the line stretched from the entrance to the back alley and beyond. They can't jet off to Japan due to COVID, so thousands are here for the next best thing. In full compliance with government safety rules, only 350 shoppers were allowed inside at a time. But no wait could dampen the enthusiasm of these shoppers. Some arrived at 5.30 in the morning to line up. One came with a suitcase to store her hole. Just now as I was parking, I was imagining that I was in Japan at the Kokosu Dori shopping street of Okinawa Prefecture, parking my car and getting ready to hit the shops. I'm all psyched up to go in now. There's high-end beef in the freezer section and live shellfish nearly as big as your palm, shipped in straight from Japan. There's an emporium of beauty products, small appliances, snacks and daily necessities. The big catch is the markup. Due to shipping fees and tariffs, products at the Taipei flagship cost more than they do in Japan, sometimes by as much as 20%. But even higher prices leave shoppers unfazed. It's normal and expected. People need to make money and they need to cover costs. It's acceptable. Under the pull of COVID, air travel restrictions have reduced the supply of retail agents called Daigo who bring back products from overseas. For Japanese retailers, there's never been a better time to strike the iron. Don Quixote has opened a 24-hour Taipei flagship just in time for the Lunar New Year. Taiwan is also home to Matsumoto Kiyoshi, which has a house brand aimed at chain loyalists. Sapporo Drugstore specializes in must-buys from Hokkaido, while Japan Medical focuses on cosmetics. Hoping to cash in on a hungry market, Japanese retailers are setting up shop in Taiwan one after the other. Well, bookworms mark your calendars. The Taipei International Book Exhibition, which is already underway virtually, will kick off in a physical format on January 26th. Formosa News reporter Stephanie Yang gets a sneak peek at this year's fair. The physical version of the Taipei International Book Exhibition will run from January 26th to January 31st. There will be an EU booth that showcases eight winners from the 2020 European Union Prize for Literature, as well as other books from EU member states. Uh, international Book Exhibition in Taipei. This is one of the few places where uh, actually we can meet and, uh, and see the books and touch them. Uh, we'll have our own pavilion uh, in which we'll get um, 10 European member states uh, showing off their best books, their publications, uh, for the Taiwanese public to, uh, to see, to, to read, and hopefully we'll also get um, 
publishers from Taiwan to uh, to get interest in European literature so that we can promote Europe through our culture, through literature in Taiwan. Meanwhile, the Slovak Pavilion will feature eight books from Slovakia published in Taiwan. It will also have Taiwanese children's books published in Slovakia, as well as soon-to-be-published children's books by Taiwanese authors. Taipei International Book Exhibition is uh, an extraordinary event for us, because uh, uh, for Slovakia, Tibet has opened the doors to Taiwanese literature and Taiwanese market, and vice versa. This is also uh, very important to notice that uh, during the last three years, when we have been participating at uh, uh, Taipei International Books Exhibition, we have not only been uh, able to uh, um, uh, translate and put on the market, Taiwanese market, eight Slovak children's literature books, but also uh, we have been able to help uh, to um, uh, introduce to Slovak children's or, or young uh, readers uh, Taiwanese books. The French booth will feature artworks by French artist and cartoonist Jean Giraud, better known as Mobius. In addition, the French office in Taipei has planned 17 events at the book fair, starring Taiwanese writers whose books have been published in French. There will also be recorded interviews with French authors in France. King France has been a partner of the Taipei Book Fair for many years. And of course this year, um, the main French writers will um, give lectures or will be present through uh, recorded interviews. This year, one of the highlights will be a graphic novel and also comic book that are translated from French to uh, Mandarin. Also, children's book are one of the key highlights of this year. The Taipei International Book Exhibition will take place at the Taipei World Trade Center. Children, people with disabilities, foreign nationals, and migrant workers can present ID to enter the exhibition for free. For Mosa News, Stephanie Yang, Liao Wenpu, in Taipei. The cold weather has created a nationwide shortage of heat pouches. You might have noticed empty shelves in stores as retailers struggle to keep up with demand. But never fear, making a pouch right at home is easier than you think. Here's our reporter with all the details you need to know on how to stay cozy this winter. Empty shelves across pharmacies and convenience stores. Heat pouches are all sold out. The onslaught of cold weather has made the heat pouch the new face mask. There are shortages of heat pouches. I make them myself now, and they're pretty good. I've been making them for a while. Now they're sold out, so I always carry my own around. A DIY heat pouch is a quick and easy job. Just fill a cloth bag with these five ingredients, all available at traditional medicine shops. Add zuki beans, dried ginger, Japanese catnip, Korean mint and cinnamon. Then, microwave the bag for five minutes. It comes out nice and toasty, good for hands, shoulders, tummies or anywhere frosty. Mainly we use azuki beans, which are excellent for conducting heat. We often choose cinnamon, ginger, Korean mint and Japanese catnip. If we have joint pain or some stomach trouble, then we can place those medicinal heat pouches on the place that hurts. To make the heat last even longer, doctors suggest packing the bag with more beans. That makes a heat-efficient bag, all for less than 20 NT dollars. And you never have to worry about the shop selling out again. A unique new perfume has been developed in one of Nanto's indigenous communities. 
The Macau evergreen tree is known as a medicinal herb, and now it can become an elegant scent for you or your home. Perfume developers in Xinyi townships in uh, Danda village say Macau has an invigorating, gently spicy flavor. Holding pipettes and test tubes, people sit carefully measuring out drops of liquid and giving them a shake. This is a perfume mixing event based on the main ingredient, aromatic litsia, margal, a favorite scent of the Atayal people. We started out from magao chicken, magao fish, and from those dishes, we took the magao flavor, this extremely Taiwanese scent, extracted it, and turned it into this very unique perfume. Extracting the essential oil to create a perfume is not as easy as it looks. Magao cannot be planted on large plantations, and its harvesting and processing are all done by hand. The alcohol and other scents that will go into the perfume, and the ratio of ingredients, has to be checked and rechecked. It uses magao, citrus, Chinese juniper and pine. The scents are extracted and then combined. If I can't sleep, I think it will make me drift off so easily. The new scent is the first perfume from Danda village, and it's one of a kind. The herb is also seven times more valuable as a perfume than as a cooking ingredient. Local people hope the development will be a boon for the local economy.